0: Hey there. Welcome to my podcast, Living Fear Free. I am your host, Dee Price, and we are on episode 14 in our 30-episode series on obliterating fear from our lives. So, living without fear is a blood bought right of the children of God. And if you're living in fear, you're helping the devil build a stronghold in your life. We're going to get back to Psalm 91, but I want to start showing you how to use the weapon of the Word of God. It's one of the weapons that God has given us. And in previous episodes, we had listed that He has given us the Word of God, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. He's given us authority, we have a covenant and he is a covenant-keeping God. So let us take a look at Jesus in Matthew 4. Y'all know the story. Jesus went to be baptized by John the Baptist, and as soon as he came out of the water, uh, the Holy Spirit took him and led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So it starts out and says... uh, Verse 1, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones, become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You see, We are tripart beings. Jesus came as an example to show us how to live victoriously. And when he said to him, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, he was saying basically that you are a spirit. You and I are spirits. We have a soul. We live in a body. Most of us go through life just living by bread alone, just feeding our bodies. So our bodies become fat and lazy, basically, but we never really feed our spirits. We don't take the time. We feed our bodies three times a day. We feed our spirits maybe once or twice a week, maybe twice a week. Most of the time, though, we're off doing other things, and our spirits are the ones that stay connected to God. Everything that God created stays connected to its life source. Trees. And plants and grass stay connected to its life source, the dirt or the earth. Fish stay connected to its life source, the water. Everything that God created stays connected to its life source except for us. So he said to him, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So then the devil took him up into the holy city and sat him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. So now he's going to come and tell him what was written because that's what Jesus did. He said, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you and in their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus is the word of God. So he wasn't fooled by that. He said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him away with you Satan for it is written you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Jesus had the authority. He knew who he was and he knew he had a right to tell Satan to get out of there. He's given that same authority to us. We'll look at Luke 10, where he has given us that authority. He also gave it to us uh, at the end of Matthew. We will look at that um, in the next podcast. But he told him, get out of here. It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. So the thing that Jesus did, and as I said, he came as an example to show us what to do. He told the devil what was written. As long as you know who you are and what God has already said, he can't defeat you. God said in his word that no word that he has spoken ever returns to him without accomplishing what he sent it to do. Every time fear has tried to grip me in my life, I have pulled out Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 in the Amplified. I want to read it to you first in the King James. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he has said, meaning God, he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Paul took that from Psalm one eighteen six, where Moses wrote, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Verse 8 says, it is better to trust in the Lord than put confidence in man. Verse 14 says, the Lord is my strength and song and is become my salvation. So I tell the devil, because I belong to Jesus, he has become my salvation and the Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. Verse 17 of Psalm 118 says, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Those are some awesome scriptures um, and awesome things that God has told us. But I want to read uh, Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 for you in the Amplified. It says, Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions. And be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. Here's the part that I pull out. For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake you, let you down, relax my hold on you, assuredly not. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Though That scripture right there. So what I do is I take it because... Reading the word is good, but we need to take the word and personalize it. So I start from my favorite part of that when things are trying to come against me and get me to fear. I tell the devil, look, God himself has said he would not in any way fail me. He will not in any way give me up, leave me without support. He has told me I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless or forsake you or let you down. Relax my hold on you. He's got me in his hands, devil, so shut up. He said assuredly not. So I trust him and not you because you're the liar. I take comfort in what God has said and I'm encouraged and I confidently and boldly tell you, devil, that the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear. I will not dread. I will not be terrified because of anything that man or you can do to me. Psalm 91 says he's given his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. God has promised that a thousand shall fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand. But this thing, whatever it is, shall not come near me. So I have the right to command you to get out of here. Just like Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. I can tell him you have the right to tell him to get behind you. You're a blood-bought child of God with the right to decide whether or not to keep your peace or to give it away. But you have to train yourself to trust God over what you see with your eyes or what you hear with your ears. You have to train yourself to find out what he has said about every situation you're encountering and say that. As I said before, the Bible is not just for reading. Reading it is nice, but you have to learn how to return God's word back to him. So in our next podcast, we're going to dig in and find some other ways to encourage ourselves with the word of God. Until then, this is Dee Price. I thank you for joining me today, and I am reminding you that you have a right to live fear-free. Have a great night. Bye.